Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. Um, but it is hosted by Edgar Montplazier, Jackie Sneal, and Carl Tart. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcasts are like a mosh pit. If you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. Talk sports to politics, to back and forth, to keep the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the crowny thing. So you better bow down to the Coach Kings. I, I don't care. I mean, unless you got some, like, dragon feet, where, like, you put your feet on me and it scratches my skin. That's funny. Dragon feet. Uh, I'm trying to think <laughs> Dragon of... feet, dragon feet. Let's all get some dragon feet. Come along, take my foot. Let's all go to dragon land. PBS. <laughs> they were Hispanic, right? Those kids? I believe so. Yeah. Which I show is that again? Dragon Land. Dragon Land? Yeah. Or Dragon Tales. Dragon, dragon Tales. Dragon yeah, Tales. Yeah, yeah, Dragon But the land was called Dragon Land, yeah. right? I used to fuck with Dragon. What else came? Dragon Tales, author. Uh, Sag- How do you say it? Sagawu or Sa- that, uh, the Siamese cat? I don't remember. Uh, that was, I mean, maybe I'm younger than you guys. Caillou. Caillou. Uh, to be fair, though, Dragon Tales was on. Dragon Tales. Oh. I watched Dragon Tales as an old person. Well, because because of your younger brother. My younger right? brother. Yeah, 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 same here. Same here. I mean, also like I between feel the like, lions. Do you guys ever watch? Between oh yeah, the between lions? the lions. Nah, yeah, that show was that. tight. <laughs> I watched all three until I was like twelve. <laughs> 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 you just made me remember that. Was that the one that had cliffhanger? Yeah, cliffhanger. And that's why he's called Cliffhanger. Hanging from a cliff. It was just a story that ever always ended with him hanging from a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. Is that another is that the PBS? Yeah, but yeah. these are also like like both of us had younger siblings. Yeah. So like my little brother I, is ten years younger than me, so he was watching this when you're supposed to watch it. Yeah, like, my like, little brother is six. nine years younger yeah. than me. I'm okay. sitting there like summertime where I don't have to go to school or mm-hmm. like right before football practice or something, yeah. and I'm just like watching Dragon Tales as a 16 year old. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what was the math one where they would like a uh, 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 they oh Cyber Chase? You yeah. Remember now Cyber that's, Chase? That's by, that that was by the time my brother stopped watching PBS yeah. too. But that was geared to older kids. But like, yeah. yeah, Cyber Chase was like I don't remember none of that shit. I remember Lamb Chop. Oh, I mean, Lamb oh, Chop, hell of yeah. course. Lamb Chop. That Lamb woman died alone. of uh, cancer, I yeah. believe. She yeah, died she... back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in the had... 90s. In the 90s, yeah. yeah. She, got, she, she died I was really young. Ago. Sherry. Uh, From uh, cigarette smoking, right? She yeah, was like a probably. heavy cigarette smoker. Yeah, I think, it was, I think it was like lung cancer. Yeah. Probably. Uh, that name. Um, did y'all, like, for a while, now I don't give a fuck because I'm way too old now, but there were some shows that I was in my 20s watching that I was like, I shouldn't be watching this, but I'm invested. Right. Like iCarly. I used oh, to watch I used iCarly. To watch iCarly. I all about iCarly. Bro. <laughs> As a matter of fact, when I was watching iCarly, I went back like a couple of days ago. I thought about it because I, I ran. A, I did a, another show on Nickelodeon called uh, Wendell and Vinny with mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the guy who played Spencer on iCarly. Yeah, and I was like, when did I, I used to like that show? When did that come out? And I looked at the dates of it. I was like, damn, I was old watching this shit. <laughs> I probably yeah. came out like the year I graduated high school. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. We were, I, was in, I was in high was, school. I was, I was in college yeah. watching yeah. <laughs> Well, it's because Sam was, I mean, Jeanette McCurdy, she, I was, she was my, one of my Jeanette first Jeanette McCurdy crushes. bad, dude. Yeah. She was messing we're with Andre Drummond. Cosgrove. We're in a bad, too. She, she was messing say, with Andre Drummond. Did you hear yeah. why she dumped Andre Drummond? She said he was too childish or something? Yeah. That was also, I felt bad for that relationship because she- is so tiny compared to him. Yeah, people didn't realize that he is her age. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, he's younger. He's younger than her. Actually. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, he's so large. <laughs> yeah, he was nineteen. But now, like feeling, Man, like thinking about it. Shit up. Yeah, he was. <laughs> uh, we all thinking it. Yeah. All y'all, all y'all, all thinking, y'all thinking it. it. All y'all thinking it. Don't lie. 
Uh, but now looking at it, like, you know, like, they're only, like, five. I mean, they're around your age. Like, they're your age. Miranda Cosgrove? And both of them. She might be older 25. than me, yeah. yeah. Five years for That's, me. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. What's your, what's your, what's your, uh, by the way, the show is called Culture Kings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we here. We back. Jackie's Neil. Did anyone have a crush on Kyla Pratt? I went to high school with her. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, she was, uh, she's your age. She's a senior when I was a freshman. Yeah, she's my age. And, uh, I had a crush on her. Uh, one on one, one on one days. Yeah, yeah. She, was, she was cute. I just saw her recently. Um, I went to a play at the uh, Annenberg in Beverly Hills, and old dude, uh, Lisa Bonet was there. She's oh, wow. so fun. Lisa Bo- Man, look, Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet back in uh, the Cosby Show days. I still don't think there's anybody who's finer than her. I don't know. Her and daughter is. Zoe Kravitz is beautiful. I mean, dope. But, when I first saw her in Dope, I was like, "This is that. This is be- This is a beautiful woman." Zoe yeah. Kravitz is beautiful. Uh, both of her parents are beautiful. Both of her parents are beautiful. <laughs> Lisa Bonet is beautiful. Lenny Kravitz is beautiful. But also, Lisa Bonet now is married to uh, Jason uh, Moma. Or however you say his name. Oh, you talking about the finest person on the planet? Yeah. <laughs> like, and the, they like, both were there. And man, when I tell you, they had the most beautiful fucking children yeah. I had ever seen in my life. Yeah. They did. And then, like, and then Kyla Pratt was there. No, <laughs> hey, Kyla, can you stand away from this? Uh, yeah, I no, was like, oh, no, nah, that's messed up. Um, but <laughs> um, that dude, hey, man, man, especially you used to know her. I didn't know her like I didn't know her. But she, she, was, at we, your, she, she just was at, was at my school. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah school. we were. How we many were kids were at your school? My school was a, I think, a four banger, like four forty five hundred. Jesus, yeah, it was like on the first day, it was like fifty two hundred, and then they kick out like a thousand. My school was sixty people on the first <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, like the first day of school, it, yeah. was, it was usually like the school was so overcrowded. Like you yeah, they had to anywhere. kick people out, and so they kick out like a thousand people. Wait yeah. a minute, well, I've not, never heard not, of that before. Not, it's just they just it's uh, opportunity transfer or something is what it's called, mm-hmm. I think. And then where do those kids go? Just to another school, another in, school. in the area. They get yeah. bust. That happens in public schools. Yeah. Shit, I, that must not have happened in Chicago. It's just like school. you. It's it's almost like an airplane. It's like you're like, oh, I could take this many people, and then you get there on a the day of, and you're like, oh, okay, no, I can't. Yeah, I can't. they always oversell. They overbook. always overbook. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's how, yeah. So people go, people get kicked out. When I say kicked out, it has a negative connotation, but no, if you live in a certain zone, yeah. that is like it might be easier for you to go to this other school. Exactly, they went to that school. Yeah, so they'll be like, oh, your area code is also really close to this other high school. We're gonna put you there. Yeah, or not area code, zip codes. So. And that would suck. Now I was in the, a magnet program at my, so I didn't have to worry about that, but the kids that were just in the regular school, yeah. they got kicked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's weird. And you had to go to this trash-ass school that's next to your house. <laughs> yeah, well, they went to, most of the kids who got kicked out of my school, the CAP school uh, was uh, uni, uni, University High School. You mm-hmm. see the video for Young, Dumb, and Broke? Mm-hmm. That high school. Oh, wow. Uh, th- that was like the CAP school for my school. Like, if you got kicked out of Hamilton, you went to uni, or you went to yeah. Venice. Uh, all right, here, well, this is what I was asking y'all before. Age, dating age range. And this segment could potentially be cut. <laughs> I don't know if it's bad. Is, is this coming it's up right? It's not bad. I don't think it's bad. Me, personally, it's one to two years. One to right two years? At this stage in my life right now. Yeah. And I do know that it is a stereotype, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm going to be above that stereotype when I'm older, but when men are older, they're far more okay dating far down their age. It's weird. It's weird how the switch happens. But something because, happens where you're just like, I don't yeah, give a fuck. Like, I mean, I don't. For me, I'm 29, and like, I think now that I'm like, I, 
I'm down to date somebody young, like way younger. <laughs> I mean, I was talking to a, a 22 year old for a little bit, and then realized, like, she was 22, and then be like, oh. Oh, she's 22. And, it's, like, and it's, it goes fine. both ways. Like, it goes yeah. both ways, where I'm sure a 29-year-old woman would feel the same way. Being about like, a, I don't think a 29-year-old woman. I'm, that's Obviously, there would. Yeah. But I think more older men date younger Oh, no. Women. Well, I was yeah. saying, I'm saying it goes both ways in that a 29-year-old woman could realize in the same way of being like, ugh, this nigga's definitely 20. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and she probably realized it a lot sooner. Yeah. <laughs> like, how he, what he orders at the date. Chicken fingers. <laughs> I still order chicken fingers. I don't think I could date anybody. I'm 31. Those of you who don't know, I don't think I could date anyone younger than twenty-seven. And Jaquez, I don't believe. Yeah, you. I think you'd go. I think you'd go a couple of numbers down, Jaquez. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you're talking about like fucking, Jaquez, <laughs> it's Easter Sunday. <laughs> Like we talking about, I, like having Jaquise. a relationship. Like, I mean, but we being real, we talking about having a relationship. I'm not talking about like, oh, somebody I'd sleep with. Yeah, I I sleep with somebody like younger than 27. A year, a year or two younger for me. A year or two range for me. No, actually, a year or two younger, age above me. I'm down. I don't care for for farther than I'd like to admit. You for would, above me, for farther than I'd like 26? to admit. I'm 26, 26 right? years old. My birthday is in a few so weeks. A, a year, bet, bet, we'll have some drinks. So a, few, a year or two. So that means you, all right, so you wouldn't date anybody 24. 20, 24 or younger. Here's the thing, right? and it's a weird thing, and I know that, again, please come at me on the internet and say, nigga, you're not that old. You shouldn't be feeling this type of way. But there is something about somebody right out of college that oh, currently trash. annoys the fuck out of me yeah. oh, and made trash. me realize how annoying as fuck I was that I don't want to be around it. Yeah. I couldn't. That's what I'm saying. As a, Like, look, if I'm, when I'm saying, like, if you have sex with somebody younger, I'm not saying you're actively pursuing a 21-year-old. I'm just saying if some shit happened and you, like, go to a club or some shit, if it's, like, a one-night thing, you're not going to be like, oh, you 21? Nah. Maybe. Some people would. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about there. I'm about there. Where, it's, but it's, because twenty one year olds look younger thing. to twenty one year olds look young to me. But for me, it's not even the it's not even that. For me, it's just like there's this entitlement that I think you get out of right out of college. Like something about getting out of college, you're just like, Yeah, I'm, I did it. I'm, yeah. I'm the man. And it's just like You think you owe. That's why I people in our industry don't get hired out of film school. Yeah. Because they come on set and they think they know everything. Yeah. And they really have no experience. Like one hundred percent. I mean, that's why writer, most writers get on in their thirties. Yeah. Well, here's an example. Here's an example of one. My little brother. I just, uh, I just got a car. And, oh, nice! Congrats. Uh, congrats. What did you get? Uh, a 2009 Volkswagen Jetta. Everybody out here riding better than me. Uh. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, it's not here. It's in Texas. Mm-hmm. So my parents are sending it. And my little brother hits me up and is just like, "Yo, would you be down to trade cars?" He has a 2008 Nissan Altima. And I said, "No." And the way he responded was as if I did something, like, horrible to him. <laughs> like, he was like, oh, for real? That's how it is? I guess you don't give a fuck about it. Just coming at me with all this shit. You just asked me to trade cars. <laughs> and I, I didn't, you didn't ask if I could buy your lunch. Yeah. it's, yeah. Like, and it's You like, asked, <laughs> trade, I, you basically just said, 
yo, my car is shit, and yeah. I like your car. <laughs> yeah, take yeah. mine, and I'll take the one that you can. And me saying no to him was like the biggest betrayal I could. Like this nigga was coming at me with so much heat, what? saying some deep, deep <laughs> shit that I was like, how do you expect me to forgive you after this? When are when are, when are they gonna <laughs> ship the car? Uh, in the next couple of weeks. It's like a ridiculous. It is so much harder than you think it is to ship, to a ship car. car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. ship cars is hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but see, it's here's, been here's so much hoops I've been hopping. Here's through. the flip side to that. You know what I hate? I hate when look. I don't like if you date younger or older, whatever, man. I, I think we, I think people uh, put the trash label too quick on motherfuckers who dating somebody uh, younger or older than them. Mm-hmm. What I hate though uh, is when, and I can only speak as a man in this situation, so obviously take this with a grain of salt. I hate when I hear like uh uh. A woman say, I don't date younger men because they're immature. I only date older men. I'm like, man, you know how immature some older dudes are. To, like, ain't no age limit on immaturity. Hashtag, uh, why like, do men? Especially in, uh, especially in niggas. Like, yeah, I there's, mean, no I, age, there's no age limit in immaturity. I, uh, I am a, I'm a very immature man. I mean, but like that, you know, like, all right. And it age wise, like it's going to get that much better. Age wise, age, age don't matter toward that. Like self fucking growth matters. Yeah, that. but there are just some skills that like I'm just like man, I need to I need to step my shit up. Yeah, of course. But you know that. That's true. You know that, and that's a step. Of, that's that's a sign of maturity. I made chili yesterday, and I was like, How did it turn out? It was good. It was very good. Oh man, y'all ain't ready. I, but then I was just like, Let's I, make each other chili. I, <laughs> <laughs> I make a, I, I make my I chili make a good sweet. chili. I do. T- I put sweet baby ray in my chili. Yeah. I'm gonna try, hit me up with that recipe. I I eyeballed it. Oh, okay. But just like down. but just tell me yeah, Yo, tell me tell me what you put in it. You know, I, I, I want to try that. I saw a fire ass meme, uh, which was so true. Uh, it was say it said white people uh go by the recipe to let them know when to stop adding seasoning and extra stuff to their food. Black people go by the hand of their past grandmothers and <laughs> when they feel it, they oh, just yeah. <laughs> That's enough, child. That's enough, child. Like, okay. <laughs> I saw I saw one where it was just the it was just the two chicken, uh, two chickens on the sink. Yeah, just on the bottom of the sink, and then it was just a bunch of seasoning all over the sink, and it said how black people season chicken. <laughs> it's so true, man. It's so true, man. <laughs> so, that's so nasty, man. I can't tell you. I... It was literally on the bottom of the sink. Yeah, like when I when I started dating, uh, like Jessica's family, and like they, I mean, like her mom is a great cook. But still, you can just tell the difference in like a white family cooking and a black family cooking. Of course, they uh, don't. They don't go. They they they're very uh uh uh. What's the word I'm looking for? Astute's not the word, but they're by the book. Yeah, very like. And then they get mad at you for wanting salt and pepper. Like, yo, can I get some salt and pepper? What you need salt and pepper for? Bitch, this shit ain't seasoned. Give me some salt and pepper. Yeah, that means it's not good. Man, I put hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like let me put some flavor on my shit. Yeah, why are you doing that? Damn. Uh, last night we went to the Satellite. Mm-hmm. Satellite is a is a club, like, dance arena here in... <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is it's true. A club. It, 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 it feels weird to call it a club because of what it is. Yeah, it's not club enough. But we went there and, uh, man, uh, going to white clubs is... Is an experience. It, it Satellite... Like, the Satellite is fun to me, like, because... I'm going out with people who I rock with and I have fun with. But the satellite's trash, man. I will say this. <laughs> like, yesterday, Chuck, 
was like, I wish they would play some hip hop right now. Yeah. And I disagreed with him. And I'll tell you why I disagree with him. I went to the friend bar the night before, mm-hmm. and they were playing hip hop. Mm-hmm. They were playing some hard shit. And I was embarrassed by how some of these white how some of these white people were dancing to that oh, music. Yeah. <laughs> like this white girl saw this other white dude with a hat, took the hat off, put it on sideways, nah. and started rocking her head like this. Oh, no. And I was like, this is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I would rather watch white people dance silly to L C D sound system than I would watch them dance silly to Migos. So I'm okay with them being trash to their music. Yeah. It hurts me to watch them like do what I consider like Moving blackface. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> black so body. Like, yeah. You're doing black body right now. <laughs> like, you think this is how black people move, and yeah. it's so... Black it's, body. <laughs> That's uh, great. Black body, my little voice, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I was like, I don't know. For us, yeah, it would have been more fun, but come on, bro. Remember the people there last night? Imagine yeah. them dancing to Bad and Bougie and trying to rap the words. Oh, uh, yeah. But I think... Uh, when that happens, that's when girls start to hit on me. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I can that walk through and Bad and Bougie comes on. They trying to prove to me that they know the words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when when the like... hip-hop song comes on, they immediately look to me. Yeah. They look to the black folks. Ain't no yeah. white girl checking for you when Franz Ferdinand is playing. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I say, don't you know? I might as well leave the party. They, they check they check it for Chuck. Yeah. But And all the niggas they, are just... Bounce. I will say, though, because the party is called Dance Yourself Clean. Which is and, a very popular LCD Sound System song. Yeah, and when that song comes on at that party, <laughs> it gets very white lit. Like <laughs> they lose their mind every time. It yeah. happens every time. It, yeah. What's these? What's the uh, the the long light bulbs? Fluorescent light. Yeah, it gets fluorescent. That's what I'm gonna say. White lit is. <laughs> the party gets fluorescent when that song comes on, and. Especially I like that song. I love that song, but it's so slow for four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then it drops. It's I went, I went, dude, it, white people dancing is so funny to me. I went to we, the cruise I went on, and I'm on a team with six white people. Uh, and just how, like, and this is kind of the first time we had all danced. If anybody, if anybody on my team is listening to this, I love you all. You're great people. But it was the first time I had seen all of them dance before. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, y'all so white. Yeah. <laughs> it's so white. And I and, I, and listen, it's great. I love it. I'm I not gonna it. sit here and act like I can dance. Yeah. I'm not the best dancer you ain't in the, the world. The best dancer. Yeah, I watched that that musical. This nigga Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you watched this? This was very funny. Every time they was about to do a choreographed dance, Edgar oh, yeah. has some reason to go off camera. <laughs> <laughs> That was a part of the bit. It was made me very mad because I was—I knew this was going to happen. I knew that someone's going to be like, "Oh, they did that because Edgar can't dance." <laughs> Every time they was about to do something, oh yeah, Edgar goes, "Ooh, I got to poop a milkshake." <laughs> I knew I was that shit was going to happen. I knew that they were going—he were going to walk away being like, "Oh, it's because Edgar can't dance." No, they refused. They put Amon in there to dance before me. And if you watch, I promise you, watch the movie. Amon cannot dance nah. these choreographed dance, and he's terrible. <laughs> also, so funny. what's his name? That dro- Brian. Oh, Brian, Brian Rainstein. Rainstein. He can't dance either. <laughs> uh, it is a very ambitious movie. That oh, there's a short film that our friends King Zine Cali made, and it's about a black man that falls in love with a white woman in the '50s, and they uh, were like, "Not that's not enough for a movie. Let's also make it a musical." And it's very interesting because it's a musical of a lot of people who. Can't necessarily sing or dance. Sing or dance. 
<laughs> it's what we call uh, Andrew Lamb was having in your friends do shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that wig they had you into was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, no, I like, yeah, it was like a, it was like a, a Madam C. You ever seen Madam C. J. Wa- pictures of Madam C. J. Walker? Yeah, and how yeah. her hair is like that. Yeah, it looked like that. That, that was, was what my wig was, and I mean, I. There's a lot of parts of me like fixing it, and that's real. Like that's just me, like being like, I need to keep this on my head. That's that like, back when I had dreads. That, that was that was really funny. It was that's good. funny. I gotta watch it. Yeah, I couldn't make that, but uh, I gotta watch that. Y'all should come to my musical next month. I have one every month, guys. I'm doing whole. Oh, speaking of which, not only if you don't come next month, that's fine. Uh, whole Foods the musical I'm doing. I just got a part in it. But the month, the two months after that, we're doing Sister Act three. And I'm playing Sister Mary Clarence. <laughs> From my God. Gotta, gotta come to that, because there's no black women in our company. So I as a black to... man, I'm going to play Sister Wild Mary Clarence. Piece. It had to happen. You know, it, it happens. Happen. Every black man once in their life plays a black woman. <laughs> we play a Medea. Every, every black yeah. man. Name, name your favorite actor, black actor. He played a black woman at one point in his Denzel, life. Denzel, what black woman has he played? Never. Huh? The black woman he ain't dating, bro. That's who he played. <laughs> <laughs> Denzel's married to a black woman. Denzel's married to a black woman. <laughs> uh, Will Smith. Will Smith ain't played a woman on, on screen, has he? I don't and know. Will Smith is also dating a black woman, married to a black woman. Uh, Who else? Wesley Snipes has played a woman. In, yeah. In, uh, oh, two, well, actually, two on food. Thanks for everything, Julie. But Newman. technically, he's yeah. not playing. But he's still in drag. A woman, though. but he is in drag. Yeah. yeah. Ving Rhames. Is that the movie Ving Rhames was in? Holiday Heart. That's what movie. <laughs> that movie is so damn sad. Yeah, that movie is sad get, as hell. I can't get through that. Oh, shit. that movie's so damn sad. That movie is like, like God damn. You, you, like, can y'all make ha- a smile? It's half like, like it makes you. You want to laugh at Ving Rhames in drag, but then you go, you can't because this movie is too sad. Damn, who so else? Sad. Who else? Uh, Just Martin, I mean, obviously Martin. Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. People, I. Was the Chris Rock? It? Was Chris Rock ever in drag? I don't think so. I don't think the Nutty Professor gets his due for how no, fucking funny it is. I think is. it does. I don't think it does. Man. I think it's because it's so it's so stained in an idea of him playing all of them that like you know what I mean. People so people are fun. more willing to make fun of that than recognize how good of a movie it, is. it was. So he was so fucking funny. Buddy Love is his last true Eddie Murphy character. Yeah, like like eighties raw Eddie Murphy. Yeah, they and don't make those kind of movies anymore. They don't. Which is weird. He, he ruined it. Who was saying it? Keenan Keenan Thompson was on the Breakfast Club, and he was saying that uh, he was like, uh, when they was asking him if he was gonna leave SNL, and he was just like, they don't make those kind of movies anymore. Like the like the Forty Eight Hours and stuff. Like that. Either something has to be like a super broad comedy or super dramatic or actiony, but they don't make like just like comedy movies like that anymore. Which they do some like the other guys. I feel like is like an eighties kind of comedy style. But that shit also came out damn near ten years ago. Man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so uh, even that, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx has played a woman. Only in color. color. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I count sketch, though. You got to count sketch. You, got, you count everything. I mean, you can. Visual. You can, but I feel like I feel like more just men in general. Chris Tucker? Play women in sketch. On uh, Fifth Element? Uh, that was... He wasn't a he woman. He wasn't a woman in that, and, and he was feminine. Oh, no, her name was Ruby. Who? The character, yeah, but see, I that's think the he thing. was like androgynous. The, the, the bit, yeah, he was androgynous. The bit was men in the future. Everybody, all the women are super attracted to men yeah. who are like women. Yeah. yeah, he he played a man though. Have you seen Fifth Element? 
Of course, but I her name is while. Ruby. It says here that it's a female character, Ruby really? Roy. I didn't yeah. that. Maybe it was a woman. I haven't seen it in a while. Kobe, uh, Kobe. <laughs> I haven't seen to it in me, a while. To me, it was of just course, Chris Martin Tucker Lawrence. playing uh, an even more heightened version of himself yeah. in like tight ass clothes. That was a that was a woman character. Let me check. That that's what this article says. I'm going to double check. Uh, I don't want to go on record having said that. <laughs> I'm gonna. That's what this article said. Uh, Brandon T. Jackson. Yeah, he was in, in uh, Big, Big Mama. House 3. <laughs> yeah, Big Mama, like father, like son. <laughs> <laughs> what a one silly of, concept. One of the worst movies. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I've ever oh, seen. Big Mama's boy. House 2 wasn't great, but it was not bad. Big Mama's House Big Mama's House funny. 1 was funny. Big yeah. Mama's House. Dude. Obviously, Tyler Perry's on this list. <laughs> when when Big Mama is, when Martin's in the bathroom and Big Mama yeah. is, she's taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, pretty funny. Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall. And Coming to America. I want to yeah. tear you apart. <laughs> <laughs> and your friend, too. He's spilling oh, the drink. Man. Uh, so fucking funny. I don't know who this person is, but uh, his name is Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson. You don't know who Flip Wilson Wilson is? I don't. I I deeply apologize. Here's uh, Flip Wilson, very important person in uh, black comedy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Flip Wilson was a comedian uh, in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and he was the first black man to have a network variety show, Mm. I believe. Uh, First black man to have a network variety show, the Flip Wilson show. Yeah, that's what I'm reading right here. And he he had a character named uh, Geraldine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that was like, he was kind of the first dude to do it. Yeah. Like, and it was such a funny character. But he mm. was kind of like the first guy to, to do drag. First black, like, television guy to do yeah. drag. I mean, because it had been, like, drag was invented when they wasn't letting black people be on screen. When it was only white men yeah. doing entertainment. Dude, yeah. So it was just like, we're going to play all the black people and we're going to play all the women. women. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. And it was just to make women look stupid. Yeah. Make black people look stupid. You want to know, uh, you want to know one movie that one character that I wish could have been a movie. Yeah. What what whose character what character is that? I'll let you know after the break. We back, we back, we back, we back. So, uh, I wish that I know he made Big Mama's House, but man, I could have done with a Shanae movie. Did you see that clip on the uh, BT Awards a few years back where yeah. they re- they did the bank robbery with Shanae and Wanda? Yeah, and everybody was like, "That's got to be a real movie." It's got to be a real I movie. I think that would have been hilarious. It would have been so fucking funny, dude. They would have been so funny. I Shanae, first of all, all the characters Martin played on Martin. Were fucking hysterical. Could have yeah. been their own thing. They could have been their own thing. Yeah. Uh, even like Roscoe's little badass. I used to hate Roscoe. I used to hate Roscoe, character. but he was so funny. Uh, shout out to Martin, man. I wish, you know, you know what movie? He's coming back. He's coming back. They, I, I would love to see, I know people don't want to see this, but I would love to see, uh, I think they don't get enough credit for being a really funny duo together. Another Bad Boys 3. They, they, they I mean, it's in the books. They just yeah. don't. They it's haven't. It's just been. It's they been haven't books lined for up so shooting. long. Yeah. Can I tell you a secret, guys? Please. What? I've never watched any of those movies in full. Wow. Uh, they're to. also very long. Uh, Bad Boys Two is long as shit. Yeah. Bad Boys Two is almost like two and a half hours. Yeah. In a time where two and a half hour movies weren't 
that yeah. much of a thing. I've seen them all like clips here on there on TNT and stuff like that. Yeah, but I've never like sat down and watched Bad Boys. Mart- Martin like, and Will Smith were fucking one a of great the, duo. Yeah, one of the few uh, films where the sequel is better than the first. Uh, I don't disagree with you, but you will get a lot of people who will that think the sequel isn't as good. Man, I'm telling you, adding Gabrielle Union to the mix is just a great. She's great. I and I like the sequel. Some people hate the sequel. I, I like. The I think they're pretty the, equal. The, the the Haitian people. Yeah. The devil is not welcome in my house. I see. I, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all I, seen Belly? Man, it's been so long since I seen that. I've right. not seen that in a long time. That's the one with DMX, right? Yeah. That shit was so bad. What about uh, you Why? guys? Ever watch Cradle to the Grave? Yeah. Also bad. What? Come on, man. Ja- Wait a minute. No, no, no. Ja- no. no, it's bad. Is that the it's one bad. with Aaliyah? No, that's uh. What's the one with Aaliyah and DMX? Oh. Romeo must die. Romeo must die. Yeah, yeah. I fucked like with I that. said, Aaliyah and DMX, and forgot. Wait, the, is that the titular character in that movie? Jet Li. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was about. <laughs> oh, is yeah. that the same movie? I think so. Uh, I don't think DMX is in that. Yeah, Do you know who is in Romeo Must Die? And a very young Anthony, Anthony Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Who is he? It? Made that joke like get your Aaliyah looking ass back over here. I miss Aaliyah. Oh, DMX wasn't it? Yeah, he wasn't Romeo Must Die. Romeo Must Die was dope. Romeo Must Die is very good. I love Romeo Must Die. It's fucked up. Right. They got. Uh, DMX's mugshot in the cast. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, you got the whole thing. <laughs> DMX. Okay, here's who's in uh, Cradle to the Grave. On oh, IMDb, uh, DMX's like thumbnail picture is a mugshot. It's a uh, Jet Li, DMX. Oh, it's pretty much the same cast as uh, Romeo Must Die. It's uh, Jet Li, DMX, Anthony Anderson, and Gabrielle Union. So Aaliyah took that. I mean, Gabrielle Union took that Aaliyah spot. Yeah. Uh, but who am I thinking? Remember when Ja Rule was in a bunch of uh, of those movies? Like It was like there's this movie he made with uh, Steven Seagal. What's the name of that movie? I don't know. Where they're in jail? Uh, ja Rule and Steve- <laughs> Steven Seagal. I, I, I kind of remember what you're talking about. Ja Rule, Steven Seagal, Half Past Dead. Half Past Dead. There you go. I used to watch that shit on TNT all the time. TNT used to play all these movies. <laughs> yeah. TNT. Where FX. drama lives. Where, where drama lives. Oh, yeah, FX. You know what movie they stay playing on FX till they'll never stop playing it is a State of Emergency. Is that what it's called? One with uh, Gene Hackman and Will Smith. Oh, Enemy of the Enemy State. Enemy of the State. State. Yeah. Enemy of the State was good. And Gridiron Gang. And they, oh, Lisa they play Bonet. Gridiron Gang so much. <laughs> Every two, every time at two in the morning, it's gridiron. Yeah. That's, that's the rock, right? Yeah, eighty-eight. Do we have any topics to talk about this week? Uh, this I, people are gonna be like, "What the fuck? What the fuck, y'all niggas talking they're just, about?" They're just having a conversation. Uh, yeah, we are just having a conversation, guys. I mean, that's fine. I, too, I mean, I do have a topic, but I didn't want to force it. In. I no, do. Please. I have something that I want to do that I brought up, but we can also let's close with that one because that one's gonna be, take a long time, so we can close with that one. Do yours then. Okay. I don't know if you guys know this, but recently Donald Glover uh, ended his project with Marvel and FX, uh, the Deadpool series. So uh, Donald Glover and Steven Glover were both going to executive produce and write an entire Deadpool series. And for some reason, Marvel let go of that series. Mm -hmm. Uh, They no longer wanted to continue with it. And the internet has kind of been theorizing as to why. And the first person to receive blame for it was Donald Glover. Why? Well, people were saying that it didn't happen because Donald Glover was too busy. Like, that's why. It was because he's too busy. He's too busy. And anyone that I brought it up to who was in the industry also was just like, I'm pretty sure that's why. It's because he was too busy. And then Donald Glover became upset by this and just wrote an episode in a day. 
essentially, mm-hmm. and tweeted it. Like, he just tweeted out the script. And in the script, he basically accuses Marvel of not wanting him to do the show because, one, it was an all-black writer's room. Two, the way that the joke... Because if you read the script, it's wild. Like, some of the jokes are so crazy. He kind of accuses a, a Marvel of wanting to sell toys mm-hmm. more than wanting to tell an original story. Uh, uh, so I want to know if you guys felt, all of us kind of being like creatives in this room, there are times that you feel like being a black person puts you at a disadvantage creatively in this industry. Uh, and what you guys think about this whole like Donald Glover not being allowed to do Deadpool the way that he wanted to do it. Uh, so it's a two-parter. Does being black make me feel like do I have a disadvantage in this industry? And not a disadvantage, but like this weird, like, because the way that that ended up with, where it ends with Donald Glover getting blamed for it, I was like, that's yeah. so weird. That's so weird that pe- like the frustration ended up on Donald Glover. Like, no one was just like, no one, because when it happens with other movies, like when Edgar Wright got taken off of Ant Man, mm-hmm. everyone blamed Marvel. Everyone was like, Marvel's whack as fuck. Fuck Marvel. Da 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 da. But it took Donald Glover literally tweeting a script for people to take his side. Yeah. Like, immediately people were just like, blame him. yeah, he's too busy. He's too cool. And it's like, hmm. Uh, I, I mean. So there's a lot of questions in there, but. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would like to hear your answer first, because I, I don't know exactly if I am understanding correctly. I personally think that, like, black people in Hollywood aren't allowed to be auteurs the way that white people are. Oh no no no! Okay, now is that what you're saying? Like I do, think so. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. We are not allowed to take risks. Yes. Atlanta is one of the most risky shows. Look, and the crazy shit that he had to do to get it to be yeah. that risky. Um, if you ever pitched a, a a script to somebody, they ask you so many questions. Mm-hmm. I'll put it like this: Lena Dunham walked into HBO to pitch Girls. Granted, she had, had like a movie that she wrote, Tiny Furniture, really which is yeah. a very good film. Yeah. Um, but that was her calling card. Yes. She walked into pitch girls with like a half a page. Yeah, it was a one page essay. It was just an essay about what she thought the show would look like. And they bought it immediately. Yes, that is correct. Black people can't do that. (laughs) Even when they have films and have like multiple films and multiple, Mm -hmm. like, I have the experience. I have the experience. I promise you I have the experience. Mm -hmm. Just take this. Or, like, or my mm, idea is worth it. Yeah, um, I would say I'm I'm pitching right now, and and uh, one of the consistent things I keep running into in the room is uh, whenever we talk about what the show is going to be and how it's going to be, not absurd, like not like Atlanta, but we're gonna have like some silly stuff. But they always have such so many questions. I won't say the network uh, that it was the studio version of the network that liked it, but they were just like. We like it, but uh, we before we think about putting any money into this, mm-hmm. we have to uh, we have to uh, we have to we need to attach a showrunner. We need to attach a showrunner first, which is fair. Yeah, but I but the, it's like an overseer almost in a way. When you got like five dudes in a group who've all mm-hmm. written worked on, on multiple television, television shows, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't, don't need a showrunner. We don't need a showrunner immediately. No. In order for you to, like, we can find a showrunner. We're yeah. going to find a showrunner. Yeah. We don't want to. And you guys know showrunners that you'd like to work with. Exactly. So we're pitching a show right now, and we went into a network 
the studio portion of that network, mm-hmm. and they like the idea. They're fans of us individually. They know my work. They know Lamar's work. They know, but they were just like, when we pitched it to them, they were like, we really like this, but we're going to need, before we want to put any money behind it, we're going to need to do so much. Like, there's so much holes. So much micromanaging. Yeah. Meanwhile, we've worked on this for a while. We have people backing it, like, and they're like, we're going to need to add a showrunner. And then we're going to need to see how, like, we're going to need to order all the scripts. We're going to need to see like this and this. And it's just like, okay, uh, but do y'all do that for everything? Or do mm. y'all, are y'all literally just not trusting us? Because our idea wasn't we're six drug dealers. And yeah. It's the why, you know, or we're six black lawyers trying to make it. Yeah. And like, you know, like. Because there's an, an ounce of nuance to it. Yes, because there's nuance. And because it's not so straight up and down. Uh. They have to, when it comes to black shows, they don't allow us to take risks. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to really and go for, for go those For those, for those, for anybody listening that doesn't get what we're talking about, uh, a showrunner is a person that is scheduled or put on a show to basically oversee, is almost like a general manager of a retail store. Yeah. Uh, is an equivalent that probably normal folk could probably get. Uh, here's the thing with the group that Carl is pitching this show with. These are all people who have written on television before, written on successful shows before. Yeah. So to tell five people who have experience not only working in rooms but writing on rooms yeah. that we need somebody to oversee your show before from the we get from go, the get yeah yeah is, like before we even put money behind it yeah. It's a little bit insulting. It's insult- it's like it's like it's like you've been a manager of five retail stores before and or you and your five friends have managed five retail stores. You go to a bank to ask for a loan to open up your own store and they say we want to place a general manager with you. Meanwhile, yeah. a white kid walks in and goes, "I have an idea for a store that only sells flip-flops and they give him the money." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And I love that. <laughs> I, it's really hot here. And, and there's a beach, true. there's how a beach many, nearby. How many first-time showrunners are black versus how many first-time showrunners are white? Oh yeah. There are shows out there, uh, new girl, Liz Merriweather, she had never ran a show before. No. And that's a hard job. Yeah. It's, it's not, not an easy, an easy job. job. It's not an easy job. Like, so, I mean, and she did a great job. She's okay. Yeah, no, extremely and successful. And we're not saying that these white people don't deserve these yeah, spots, yeah, yeah. but we're saying that there is an, there's an ease to it. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's just a little bit, like, also, that's you just brought up a very good point, Edgar. Uh, people who don't understand diversity. We're never saying that white people don't deserve the spots that they get. No. The problem is they get all the spots. Yeah. And there are certain black people who are good enough to be in some of these spots. And then the the hard the the way that we have to work to get to those spots is like so on my last show, I loved everybody who I worked with and I was very grateful for the opportunity. But I was slapped with the label of diversity hire mm-hmm. by the network. It is a it is an initiative that networks are doing, which is I think is a great thing. Of course, putting people into uh, writers' rooms as uh, like just to add a different voice because writers' rooms kind of are the last all white entity in Hollywood. Almost all white males. Yeah, well. like yeah, like a like they they still consider diversity to be three white girls in the room, mm-hmm. and then sometimes they make them team up, which yeah. is crazy. But uh, got an argument about that recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, 
they no, their voices need to be heard too. Like yeah. sometimes the women pitch the thing that's like I think majority of the time the women pitch the thing that's like takes the story over the top. Like over like it's like they you just need that voice and go, everybody's like stumbling on like, Oh my god, how do I do this? How do I do this? And a woman just goes, How about this? And it's like, that's it. Like they solved the mouth problem yeah. so many times. But you can't hang your hat on only that for yeah, diversity. Yeah. Is what yeah. You're saying. yeah. Exactly. Um and but ain't no like when I went in here and I like I've been in rooms where I've gotten some slack from people about being a diversity hire. Mm-hmm. I'm putting that in quotes. But what they don't realize is that I have, you know, ten years comedy experience and some of them have no comedy experience. Yeah. That's one thing. And so I've like, even though this is my first job or this is my like second job or something like that, or I come from different shows or something like that, I still deserve this yeah. because I put in the work to be here. This is a comedy show, right? Y'all need jokes. Like I can, so it, I do think to answer your question, like, yes, it is harder for black people to like get stuff off the ground. And then to expand on that a little bit, uh, because I don't, I don't have the same experience uh, in the industry that you do, Carl. But I mean, I have been in this entertainment industry for most of my adult life, mm-hmm. uh, professionally. Mm-hmm. I've been making money acting for thirteen, fourteen years now. Uh, so oh, okay, the keys. <laughs> uh, but but what I'm saying is, our fucking margin of error Ooh. is so much smaller. smaller. Than it is for other people, of course. So, like, you know, uh, I, you know, this is a comedy movie that I I love this line. It's uh, from Head of State with Chris Rock. We've talked about it before, one but he movies. said one of the most important lines to me that just wraps up uh, the black struggle and entertainment and industry and business and all of that. He told he told a white person like, if you run for president and you fail, you can go back to being a senator. Nobody remembers your name. If I run for president and I fail, I let my entire race down. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, black people carry that fucking weight with them. Like, if I fail, if you as the diversity hire, Carl, mm-hmm. the quote-unquote diversity hire, go in that show, in that writer's room, and you suck. Yeah. Like, you give everybody clearance to say, This is why we shouldn't. Ah, this hired. is why we shouldn't. But if a white man go in there and they suck, it's just, oh, Carl uh, or Jimmy suck today. Yeah. And, and that's the difference. It's not that great. That's Maybe the we'll difference. Fire him. Maybe we'll <laughs> fire him. <laughs> yeah. I also think that another thing that was really interesting that was pointed out in the script is that he said maybe it was the fact that the room was all black. And what I think he was insinuating was that Marvel maybe had felt, and again, this is all speculation, but Mar- Marvel had felt that because the room was all black, it immediately made Deadpool a black show yeah. and thus inaccessible. Which is yeah. so wild to me because <laughs> Very weird. so many shows are all white rooms, but they're not considered white shows. They're considered just shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that idea, I remember the same thing kind of happened with Creed. And I got into a big argument with my roommate once because I was saying that Creed should get an, a screenplay nomination. Like, I thought that it deserved it. And then my roommate, Kings, was just like, well, you know, it's like a, it's a black movie. And I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And he was like, well, you know, it's not. A part, basically, saying it's not normal. It's not a part of that usual space of those kind of movies, and because it's a black movie, for some reason, it's inaccessible and not necessarily considered prestige for yeah. some reason. Yeah, that that's the craziest thing. That's boo boo. That's what, another thing we're learning while while pitching is just, mm-hmm. and we're constantly talking about this. I mean, we go into rooms and there's no real black executives out. 
No. We just pitched it at a place that does have two black executives. And we were very happy for them to be there because um, they just felt like they got it, you know? Yeah. But uh, where it, you, you like these shows, like when they see all of us walk in and they're just like, we're not going to be able to understand this. And what we're every time we pitch, we go, we just want to point out to y'all. It's like if we can watch Broad City, if everybody watches Broad City and relates to it, these two Jewish girls in New York, everybody can relate to them. Yeah. The shit that they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all can relate to us too. Yeah, relate to us. Yeah. Yes, it's so yeah. weird that you have to like walk into a room and say, "Oh, it's not just for black people." Yeah, like, yeah, I, and like I, I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yes. it's so. And I'm going through that right now with like my pilot samples, like you know, like working on them and stuff like that. I'm just like somehow trying to convince someone, like, no, this this is a universal thing. Like, it's not. Like you know, like you don't only have to send it off to black rooms or like a black mm, show. Like it I don't work. know, Altoids. <laughs> mm. Written by a black man. Mm. What are these chicken I mean, flavored out toys? <laughs> like no, they're mints. <laughs> Everybody has bad breath. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I thought like that was something that I thought the script exposed that yeah. just kind of put me in my head for a long time. I was just like, man, Donald Glover goes through this. You know what I thought the script exposed? I'll tell you. Uh, it exposed that Donald Glover makes very little mistakes when he's uh, typing a script. <laughs> I did not see one no typo. typos. No typos. I also didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, what I was kind of saying was like, uh, it's wild that Donald Glover has to go through that. Like, yeah, I don't know if you guys read this uh, his New Yorker profile. We kind of talked about it a little bit, I think. Oh wait, no, that was on the Daily Zeitgeist. But um, shout out to the Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, he had to Trojan horse that show, Atlanta. Like, in the Atlanta pilot, he makes it seem more of, like, a family-type sitcom. Like, mm-hmm. like he's just like, oh, you know, he's going to, like, uh, struggle, and his dad, his parents aren't going to give him money. And, like, he has this uh, friend who's always there with wise advice. But that was all a lie, so he could get to do the show that he yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. You never see those parents again. I know. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> you haven't. You don't see his family again. I, I mean, his baby. I didn't his know. baby been. <laughs> yeah, his baby is. His baby is not in this season. His baby reminds me, it, like, and then I want to, I want to bring up a little, a little fun topic. But his baby reminds me of like what they do on soap operas, which is whenever they need to get the children out of the scene so the adults can have like a conversation. We're like, go run over there and get you something out of the vending machine. Here's a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, go get a cookie, and then that child will be at the counter getting a cookie for eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> And they haven't checked on him. At they all. haven't checked on him at all. Uh, that's what the baby not being on Atlanta this year is the equivalent of to me yeah. right now. Like the baby is just gone Guys, for no reason. Never whatsoever. came back down the stairs. I just got breaking news. Breaking news: Notre Dame beat my Mississippi State Bulldogs oh, in the man. women's championship. All right. I gotta Notre- say, women's college basketball has been phenomenal this year. It has been better than it has ever been. But no, that's not. I don't know. But uh, it has been, it's been really good. This has been some great upsets this year. But the, I mean, here's what makes me down. mad about it, though. With like, this. I just was no, I was watching the Notre Dame uh, two games ago, the Elite Eight game that they had. And that other team, it was Oregon. I was watching yeah. Oregon, Notre Dame, and I was just like, come on, ladies. Like, y'all got to make better shot decisions. Y'all got to get down there and bang. Like, it was just so many easy buckets being missed. Mm-hmm. So many, like, and I was just like, ah, I don't want to, like, Call me sexist, but like this is just 
I don't think, but also it happens in men's basketball too. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so. Yeah. It happens in both. Uh, nice segue though. We were speaking of basketball and brackets and all of that shit. Two things. One, our bracket, the Culture Kings bracket, is about to wrap up. Uh, or by the time you hear this, it wrapped up. Uh, we'll have the winner of that bracket for you the next time you hear an episode. Uh, and Edgar can give whatever mysterious prize he was going to give to you, whoever wins. So look out for that. Uh, also, shout out to everybody who jumped in the Culture Kings Fantasy Baseball League. Shout out to y'all. Oh, yeah. Uh, first week is completed. And I thought I thought I picked a pretty damn good squad. Your, your squad is being trash right now. Yeah, like, they are y'all ain't scoring no points. Yeah, <laughs> y'all ain't scoring I just no came points. back. Let me see where I'm at right now. Uh, uh, why are you doing that though? Why are you seeing where you at? I'll set this up. So I, a lot of this has been going around. People just making brackets of things. Like I've been seeing brackets of everything. Like favorite Disney movie, favorite uh, song, blah blah blah. We did one with Kanye West uh, a couple weeks ago when we had Bay Bayzad on. And uh, we didn't finish the bracket, but somebody was like, man, I don't think y'all talk about Kanye enough. And I always like when we do music segments, and y'all like when we do music segments too. So let's do this. Let's do the ultimate Kanye West album real quick. Uh, Edgar, what do you think an ideal number for an album is? Because that's how many songs we'll put on this list. Let's do nine songs. Nine? Nine? A nice little EP. Oh, that's, that's Thriller was nine songs. Thriller was nine songs. I was think, that too many songs? No, I thought it was a little, I think too, 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 too few. Oh, too few? Well, uh, okay, fine. Twelve songs. Are you guys happy with twelve? Let's do twelve. Because do it's 12. Easter, let's do twelve. Let's do twelve. Yeah. I don't 12 know what Easter has to do. Day of Easter, my bunny <laughs> gave you. The there's twelve disciples, guys. Twelve oh, disciples. Okay. All right. So the Kanye <laughs> I didn't realize that. The Kanye West twelve song album. Greatest hits, whatever you want to call it. We're sending this to the aliens, too. When they be like, huh, I've heard these white music, but what's a black artist that we can listen to? Uh, we'll give you Kanye West. So, let's do this. There's going to be some songs up for debate, but let's go to all three of us. Is there any song, one song, that either two of you think has to be on this list? Has to be. Are we going from, like... Like, it just has to be on the list. It doesn't matter where? It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're not ranking them. We're just putting them. Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, if we want to eventually put them in order, we can. But these aren't ranked. For me personally, Runaway has to be on this album. Okay. Sure. Runaway has to be. It I'll just put, has to be on this Okay. List. Runaway. Carl, do you have one? We Major. I mean, we yeah, Major. Absolutely. It has to be. Ooh. I agree with Carl. 100%. That has okay. to be on here. I disagree with Carl, but if you think it has to be, we then major. Come on, one of my bro. favorite songs. We major. We're not going for Kanye songs under three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I'm gonna let y'all know right now. This we're uh, not going for Kanye songs under. I would say under four. Minutes. You know where we major? No, we major had two verses from Kanye on it. Uh, I was gonna say we major falls off of me because there's only one verse, and then a whole bunch of, and then a lot of chorus and music. Uh, I love the song. But I feel like I want more of it. Sure. Uh, but it's on there. Runaway. We major. Flashing lights for me is on this. Put it on there. Uh, so that's three. Already sonically, this song, this album is all over the place. Oh, of course it is. Of course <laughs> yeah. it is. This this album ain't gonna mean. This album is not gonna be a linear album. But we could possibly put it in order to make. We could. It. We could. We could. But sonically, already, this album is all over the place. All right. So that's the top three. 
Those are the ones that aren't up for debate, even though I debated we major, but it's on mm-hmm. there. Uh, let's start talking some other ones. I got to well, go Good is, Life, man. Oh, good wow. Life. Good Life. That I'm is going, an feel, interesting choice. I'm I feel going like, Good Life. What? I feel like Good Life is his best uh, pop, pop song. song. Yeah. And and, and I, I'm not saying pop in a and, negative way. And, and no, but I know what you mean as, as a genre. It's so interesting that that's his best one because I would say it's one of his least played ones overall. Really? Really? Compare uh, to song, what? To what other ones? Stronger, another one of his pop ones, which is yeah. Overplayed. I mean, everywhere. But I feel like stronger and power uh, strong, as well. Stronger was played a lot. Stronger was played a lot. But I feel like Good Life has more life to it. Good Life. I'm has, not disagreeing. With good that. Life. Good Life can fit in more places. Wait, when I'm you gonna play change it. my uh, not up for debate song. I okay. don't know what I was thinking. All of the lights. Oh, okay, okay. That's why I was surprised that We Major was your. Like, we Major is a great. It's like you know why? Because you just blindsided me with this. In my head, <laughs> I was just rapping to myself. You motherfuckers better do your job and show up and watch how we show up. And I was just like, Oh, We Major. I, took I a like sip that song. Of that. Yeah, come I want a fuck. Great song. That was a great song. All yeah. of the lights. I took a hit of the chronic and got me stuck. All right, so all right, taking out We Major and putting in all of the lights makes this album a little more linear. It does. Well, yeah. It does. Uh, we'll run away, all of the lights and flashing lights. That's right. very, very thematically tied. Good life. Good life. I don't. I, I can't. I can't argue with that. What about you? I'm not arguing with good life at, at all. base level. Music is about the feeling. Something. Of course it. it is. Of course it is. Uh, <laughs> good life gives me a feeling of hope. A it is a very of, hopeful song. It's. It's like. It's, it, it, it gives me a, a feeling of ambition. It's yeah. like a hype. It's like a hype song. It's, a it's hype like song, it's a it's a hype jam. You know what I mean? Like it's like I can listen to Good Life before I do a show or play a basketball because I I'm just like excited. It makes me excited. Yeah. And so I think and I think the message is super strong in that song. I like it. Going off of that energy, then with Carl, a song of Kanye's that does that for me is "Touch the Sky," and that was a song that I forgot about. Like I, it's like a song that like. I think because it was a radio hit, like you kind of like pass it by whenever you're listening to late registration. But the yeah. other day I was walking and I just didn't want to reach for my phone and it came on. I was like, I guess I'll listen to this. And the bars he spits in that song yeah. he gets are off of so it. good. That was a great sample. Curtis yeah. Mayfield. Yeah. Move on up. Uh, what's so? We think, what song was that again? Touch the Sky. We think that's on here? Bruh, I don't know. Listen to the. He got his. Feelings. Oh, I love. Touch I got the my feelings song. Let him get his feelings. Song. I love Touch the Sky. Let's read the lyrics right now, bro. I know. I love, dude. I'm saying I love Touch the Sky, but damn, these dudes I feel that much like, better than me. I feel like once we, I feel like once we, we once we hit twelve, we gonna start being like, nah, take so and so off the. <laughs> I mean, twelve is such a small number that we're gonna be uh, reading the lyrics right now. Touch the Sky is great, it's and it was the to introduction midnight. to Lupe. Something evil's lurking from the dark. <laughs> Under the moonlight, <laughs> you see a sight that almost stops your heart. You try to scream. That but Tara a... takes the sound before you make it. <laughs> you start to freeze. As horror looks you right between the eyes, Carl, you Carl, touch the sky. Are you all right? I just read the lyrics to touch the sky. By <laughs> Carl, all right. <laughs> also, guys, have you noticed something's different about today's episode? Uh, yeah. Sophie's not here. Sophie isn't here. And when the cat's away, the mice will play. The mice will play. I, I currently it. am recording this podcast hanging upside down like a bat. I haven't been wearing clothes this entire time. Very naked. I. Nothing. 
<laughs> Gonna say something nasty <laughs> on Easter Sunday. Uh, all right, touch this guys on there. Um, yeah, say it any more dismissively. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I love Touch This Guy. I just feel like it's gonna be the first one to go once we get to twelve. No, it's not. <laughs> I just feel like Touch it's this guy. <laughs> all right, I love it. I love it. I love Touch This Guy being on there. This one, I know you guys are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Uh, but. I swear I feel to like, God, if you say drunken hot girls, I'm walking out of this room. No, 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 no. I do like drunken hot girls, but it's nowhere How can near. You like, all right, well, it's nowhere near like his top like 25 or even. 30. What album is that on? Uh, Graduation. Which yeah. are, are, for oh, the record, these drunken hot. Okay, okay. Right. For the record, my least favorite Kanye album. Yeah. Um, to end a CD, to end the CD, my favorite. Last song on the album from Kanye West was Gone. On I was gonna, that's on mine. This is that like, was gonna be one of mine. That was gonna be one of mine, and I would love dude, it if that was the last song on this album. Gone it is one of the be. best fucking ways to end an His album. His end verse on Gone is oh, it's so crazy. fucking good, dude. But if you ever flip size like Anakin, we will sell everything, everything including, including the mannequins. mannequins. You got a new bitch now, you Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Goodness. So, oh my goodness! Would you 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 got an objection to that, Carl? Or no, no, I don't. I uh, I have to listen to that song again. <laughs> let's let's. All right, I I'm gonna try to cue. I'm gonna try to cue up his last verse. Uh, no, 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 don't do it. Why? Uh, okay, do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying why? Do you not want to hear it now? No. Okay. All right. What album is that on? It's on late registration. It's the last. It's technically the last song on late registration. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I like that song. Gone yeah. is dope, dude. Gone is dope. Uh, I told you guys we weren't going to go for any Connie songs under three minutes. Nah, nah. I, how do we feel about, uh, how we feel about Power? Power, throw it on there. How do we feel about Power? Power is such a crazy power, song. Throw it on there. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes. I, see, I yeah, love that's how song. I feel with Touch the Sky. <laughs> uh, not be surprised. Diamonds, from, Diamonds are forever. You know Diamonds why I can't put... Sierra you, Leone. You know why I couldn't... You know why I can't put Diamonds Are Forever on the list? Uh, uh, I like it. Carl has corrected you twice. The name Diamonds of the song from, is Diamonds from Sierra Leone. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. Ishmael's from Sierra Leone. Oh, really? Is yeah. He? I didn't know that. So Diamonds Are Sierra Leone. Uh, I know that's not the name of it. The reason I couldn't put Diamonds on there. Can I guess why? Why? Is it because Jay-Z has the best verse on that song? Uh, yeah. 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 No, I agree. I can't I can't put that because I got the it song from here, K damn. Dude. And and like this the song was so good that he called the one that he put on the album the remix. Because Yeah. I mean both of them are on the album, but yeah. They both of them are on the album, but the other one's like a the, deep cut. But the the other yeah, the original track is a bonus track yeah, the, on the album. Yeah. And he put the remix on there instead. Yeah. Yeah. It Jay killed him. Yeah. On that song. Killed yeah. him. Jay was like, I had to walk off the boat so I got to get off the boat so I can walk on water. Man. How you going to falter when you're the Rock of Gibraltar? Jesus Christ. So good. So that's why I can't put diamonds on there. That's very fair. He destroys that verse. It's the same thing. I was going to put Never Let You Down, but it's the same thing. Jay-Z is the best part of that song. He is. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Uh, I'm not going to put this on here, but Hate with Brandy on late registration. It's a deep cut, and I love it. That is it. a very... It's a good song. I always knew that one day 
Uh, they try to bring me down. <laughs> uh, hate the bitches, a, maybe. Yeah, hate the biggest one. Of my, hate the kids. That's one of my favorite lines. That's one of my favorite. That's the way it is. Uh, oh man, homecoming. One of my homecoming gives me an affinity for Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I will argue for it, but it can also not. Uh, but I'm gonna like, throw it on there. Throw it on there. Homecoming for me falls off after the first verse. Really. First verse is dope. All right. First verse. I'm not saying I'm not arguing it, but I'm just saying my feeling. I mean, put it on it. there. We already said that some songs are gonna go, so put it on there. I think homecoming here's why may homecoming go. kind of falls off for me is uh, Chris Martin. It w- wouldn't. It would have been better if he had stuck to the original uh, John Legend chorus. Yeah, I wish John. Le- yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. But to go from that beat like, is still dope. Though. The beat is still amazing. Uh, I I used to not fuck with 808s, but the longer it's been out, the more I listen to it, and especially after his last two albums, I'm like 808s has gone up for me. Uh, Heartless is such a fucking good song. Is that the dude. song from 808s that you would pick? What's the other one? What's the uh, so Love Lockdown was the single on Heartless mm-hmm. uh, on 808s. Heartless, um, amazing, amazing, which is a great fucking song. And yeah. what's the other? It was another one, wasn't it? I'm a fan of RoboCop. RoboCop I was gonna also dope. say I might pick RoboCop because that song is "Poor Little LA Girl." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eight oh eight and heartbreaks. It's just such a crazy idea for a song. <laughs> How you gonna use the fucking <laughs> RoboCop sample? About the baddest bitch I ever seen. This song is hard. <laughs> Straight up at a movie scene. I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, I got. I, I'm gonna Can I play. I, there you go. To me, this opens the sun. This opens an album. It didn't open 808s. The opening song to 808s is amazing. It well. is. Verses on this album, <laughs> sometimes on that song, are a little. <laughs> are we going RoboCop though? I like RoboCop. I want to go RoboCop. I like RoboCop. RoboCop. I think but, I want to go I mean, with Hard. Let's too. not forget "Say You Will," man. "Say You Will" is just like him. Just... I, I did not like "Say You Will." It's oh. too whiny. Oh. It's too whiny. For What's me. wrong with whiny? Nothing. It's just too let whiny. a man feel. Don't say you will. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put Ultra Light Beam on here. Uh, yeah, Ultra Light Beam is a zeitgeisty song. You know what I mean? Beam is it's of the moment, very much so. But it's like, yeah, Ultra Light Prayer is a way better version of that song. Anyways, I like uh, what's the song? If I fuck this model, you get uh, was it Father Outstretched My Hands? Yeah, yeah part like one. one. You don't like that? You know, uh, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I don't love it. I just wanna be liberated. I <laughs> I don't love it. I don't love it. But I was just thinking, what songs from Yeezus and or Life of Pablo make it to this album? Beautiful morning from Yeezus and I'll Life of Pablo. One. I'll pick that one from Life of Pablo. That's Father Touch My Hands, Part One. Yeah, 
Uh, I'd pick that one. Tell my mama I'm back in time. Uh, my life. Uh, highlights. I don't know. No, I don't want to pick that song and put on the album, but I, it's, it's, this is a hard album to. I would say Fade. <laughs> I mean, Fade is a is, damn good song. It's a very good song. Yeah. But just produced very well. Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. What about Bound 2? <laughs> From Yeezus? I mean, I might. That you say that as a joke, but I, I mean, say Jesus as a joke. Christ, that's a good song. Wait a minute, that one's I know you're tired. Yeah, with Charlie of Wilson. Yeah, with nobody to love. Yeah, nobody, nobody. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Them later. fucking on that horse the whole video <laughs> <laughs> was very funny. You know what? Throw that on there. What? Throw Bound 2 on there. And we got to put, we got to put a. What about uh, I'm in it? Do y'all fuck with I'm in it? Which one is that? Uh, from Jesus, play that one, Carl. I got one that I'm going to play for y'all. I am a god. <laughs> I used to listen. What's that? <laughs> is this Connie? It's basically the beat is Connie having sex. I can hear, I can see Kanye. Damn, your lips very oh! <laughs> As I turn my Blackberry off. <laughs> Come Can't on, what? <laughs> Listen, none of these songs are bad. But They're just wild. It's wild yeah. that he did a song like that. I got one for what, what is this? Oh, yeah. That is my favorite Kanye song of all time. Yo, oh, you got to let that rock. It's a celebration, bitches. Grab a drink, grab a glass. After that, I grab your ass. Why you acting now? Shine on. Wise y'all. Line for. I never did this before. Stop that. What you want to control? I got that. I mean, I promise y'all. You fine enough. And your girlfriend, she kind of raw. But, but she not, not like you. But she not like you. I need y'all to <laughs> remute all the, the monologues. All that talking is going to give me a Tylenol. You put a nigga to sleep. I'm, I'm tired of y'all. Right now, the Louis Vuitton Don is signing off. <laughs> but that shit is hard. Dude, put that on the celebration. list. Celebration. Yeah, that's, that, that's, 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 that's still my favorite that has to Celebration. Be. That's is. A, a bonus track on. Uh, it's it's on the track. It's on, it's on the late registration. Late registration, right? Yeah. It's on it. Did we pick any college dropout stuff yet? Uh, No. Say, yeah, we did. Uh, what? Oh, we know. Maybe we didn't. Read it back. Uh, so far, we got Runaway, All the Lights, Flashing Lights, Good Life, oh, wow. Touch we the Sky. Touch the, the, the Sky. No, that's Touch... late registration. That's yeah, really... that is. Shit. Uh, Power, Robocop, Homecoming, Bound 2, Celebration. Yeah, we haven't gone. picked. All right, let's look at College Dropout. I'm going to throw Through the Wire on there. I was going to throw Through the Wire uh, on uh, there. Oh, come on. We can do it. We can do it. I mean, we can do <laughs> That's a lazy pick. <laughs> I like Through the Wire. You know I'm what? I'm not saying it's a bad you know song, but come on. My, favorite, like my favorite song My favorite song on, here's my favorite song on uh, on, on College Dropout. Let's hear it. Hold on. Just thinking. Jarkees has an head. Oh, yes. Like, we were talking about this before. This is the song that made me like Chicago Kanye. West Side. 
so self-conscious She has no idea what she's doing in college That means that she majoring don't make no money But she won't drop out her parents to look at her funny Tell me that ain't insecure That should be the theme song to Insecure It's just him going Tell me that ain't insecure To tell me that ain't insecure To tell me To tell me To me that's the best song on College Dropout I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. I mean, my favorite from that album is still Slow Jams. I mean, yeah. Slow Jams is good. Slow Jams is good. I watched All the mom try to pick up a girl by telling her about that song from Slow Jams. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to tell this girl about. He's like, "Have you heard of this song called Slow Jams?" Oh, shut up, mom. <laughs> At the inner sanctum, I'll throw a mom under the bus. I'm good. <laughs> um, uh, can I make a case for a song on College Dropout or just in general? It's on late registration. All right. Uh, what, uh, which what? college dropout song are we putting on? Because that completes the twelve, and now we're gonna start. Hey, then I want to. I want to make. I want to make a case for a song over a college dropout song. Okay. From late registration, it okay. is a song called "Roses." May you Roses please, is great. Please, can you please play it, Jaki? Roses is you, great. I know it's past visiting hours, but can, can I, please I please give her these flowers? flowers? The doctor uh. don't want to take procedure. He says her heart can't, can't take, take the anesthesia. I know it's past visiting hours, but Come on, can bro, I please this is give it these pure bars. The doctor don't want to take procedures. He claim my heart can't take the anesthesia. It'll send a body into a Caesar. The little thing by the hospital bed, it'll stop beeping. Hey, chick. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. What do you say at this time? Remember when I was nine? nine? Tell her everything gonna be fine, but I be lying. A family crying, they wanted to live, and she trying. I'm arguing like, what kind of doctor can we find? You know the best medicine go to people that's paid. If Magic Johnson got a cure for AIDS, and all the broke motherfuckers passed away. You telling me if my grandma's in the NBA right now she'll be okay? But since she was just a secretary working for the church for 35 years, things supposed to stop right here. My grandfather trying to pull it together. He's Strong. That's <laughs> where I get my confidence from. Come on, this hat. Come on, bro. This is this is a great honey. Uh, this goes. Bitch, is you smoking reefer? That was great. To me, I love roses. I would put it on there. I wouldn't put it on there over All Falls Down. I would put it on there over Homecoming. All right, yeah. Take Homecoming off and put roses. I think. Yeah, I think roses. Because it's just like pure Kanye bars, such yeah. a simple, simple beat. We should get paid to make essential playlists for Apple Music. <laughs> we should, uh, <laughs> we should, man. Uh, whenever y'all tweet this list, because I know somebody gonna do it uh, at Apple Podcasts, we like get these niggas paid um, and say that. I think they already have a. <laughs> let me see what's on the Kanye essentials. Let's Probably see what they shit. think. All right, so here's our list right now. Here's okay. our list. Let's hear it. And this is in no particular order. No particular order. Uh, Runaway mm-hmm. from my, twist, my Twisted Dark Beautiful Fantasy uh, or My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. All of the Lights from Graduation. Uh, No. No, that is also That's from also, My Beautiful Dark Twisted uh, Fantasy. Twisted Fantasy. Flashing Lights from Graduation. That is correct. Good Life from Graduation. Touch the Sky from Late Registration. Power from Twisted Fantasy. That's three Twisted Fantasy songs on here. That's the best album. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It's it his is. best it's album. Best That's album. up there with the Beatles and Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. it is. Robocop from 808s and Heartbreaks. Roses from Late Registration. Bound 2 from oh, Yeezus. Celebration from Late Registration. All Falls Down from College Dropout. And Gone from Late Registration. That's so, three for three. for uh, Three yeah. from Late Registration and three from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And I think that's fair because, in my opinion, those are his two best albums. I would agree with you. Yeah. I would agree with you. Uh, here is the here's the Kanye West essentials playlist. Now, keep in mind this is probably just like popularity mm-hmm. shit, and mm-hmm. also has features on here as well. 
So power, Jesus walks, gold digger, which I'll immediately take off. But that's the, <laughs> um, gold digger is a fun fucking song. But though, it's man. also just like, but it's, it's like such an it's easy, a pop it's song. an easy yeah. Kanye. It's an easy Kanye song. Yeah. All of the lights fade. Stronger niggas in Paris. Mercy, diamonds, runaway, flashing lights, black skin head, love lockdown, famous, can't tell me nothing, slow jams, all falls down, heartless, touch the sky, bound to. Father, stretch my hands. Part one? Part one. You're the only power. You're the only power. Good life. Through the wire. Mm-hmm. Paranoid. I think paranoid New deserves slaves. more. Paranoid, paranoid deserves great. more love. Yeah, paranoid, paranoid is good. good. Paranoid is good. I paranoid. I like paranoid. Is there anything on this list that any either one of you are just like, no? Read it back to me. Runaway, all of the lights, flashing lights, good life, touch the sky, power, Robocop, roses, bound to, celebration, all falls down, gone. I have no objections to the list. Mm-hmm. I have a, a ill feeling mm. about gone just because I never rocked out to that song like that. For mm-hmm. sure. But every other song on there, I I fuck with. Heavy. See, I, I have this, is Heartless on there. Heartless is not on here. Okay. I have the same feeling about Bound Two. Bound Two is a good song. I just I personally have never rocked out to it as hard as other people have. I just uh, like the. Uh, I mean, you can take it off. Can, I, no, no, no. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that. I'm just saying I have the same feeling. If that's the case, then we would take off both Gone and Bound Two. Yeah. <laughs> I just have the same feeling that's toward too, that I song. Can't do, we can't do that. Uh, like they cancel each other can, out. So I, I got the I got the last verse to Gone from Kanye, which just is the perfect end to an album, in one, my opinion. One so of his best It's one of his best spits, verses yes. to me. So here it is. Time, sometimes years out, so the powers that be won't let me get my ideas out, and that make me want to get my advance out, and move to Oklahoma and just live in my aunt's house, yeah, I romance the thought of leaving it all behind, Kanye step away from the lime, light, like when I was on the grind in the one, nine, 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 before model chicks was bending over, or dealerships as we been Rover, man, if I could just get one beat on Hover, we could get up off the sheep ass sofa, what the Summer of the shy got to offer an 18-year-old. Sell drugs, you get a job, you gotta play Euro. My dog worked the Taco Bell, hooked us up plural. Fired a week later, the manager count the churro. Sometimes I can't believe it when I look up in the mirror. How we out in Europe, spinning Euros. They claim you never know what you got till it's gone. I know, I, know I, I got it. it. I don't, I don't know, know what y'all know. know. <laughs> I'm a store for aspiring MCs. Won't sell them no dream, but the inspiration is free. But if they ever flip sides like Anakin, you will sell everything, including the mannequin they got a new bitch now you jennifer aniston hold on i handle it don't start panicking stay calm shorty's at the door because they need more inspiration for their life they souls and they songs they said sorry mr west is gone and he that's how he ends <laughs> the album ends that's the great fucking album, hey, leave it on there <laughs> oh my god dude you want to know this this might be my favorite kanye verse or i'm making a Huge overstatement right now, and I just really like this verse a lot. Yeah, but this one is one of my favorites. Rhyme fest. Brand new, brand new. Oh, this is a very good Kanye verse. Brand new. I don't like it unless it's brand new. You might see me in my brand new. With my brand new bitch pumping my 
you don't like it, but I'm I don't like it unless it's you might see me in my I forgot about this track. You don't like it, get off my They say your attitude determines your latitude. I'm high as a motherfucker, fly as a motherfucker. And still the motherfucker you love to hate, but can't because you love what I make. And I ain't that about a bitch. I until I'm out of hits. They don't want to turn these sneakers up. They claim I ain't deep enough. All that talking I feed off of. Keep it up. I'm relaxing, my feet is up. I'm leaving you haters like when Shaq left the Lakers just to heat it up. I say the stats are stunt. I don't need the front. Make black history a day. I don't need a month. The service says why the streets are corny. Kanye just important. And Michael Jordan was to the NBA when he was scoring. Ralph Lauren was boring before I wore him. I don't like it unless it's you might I saw him perform that on Deaf Poetry. On Def Poetry. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then when he put it to that beat, it was just like, oh shit. Yeah, that that Deaf Poetry jam when he does it because it's so slow when he does it. Like especially that part was like, and Michael Jordan was scoring. Like he's so yeah. slow. And he just looks at like, the, he looked at the audience and go, Ralph Lauren was boring before, before I wore, I wore him. him. And yeah. So like, looked at it was just like, oh my gosh, so yeah. true. Kanye. I think we're gonna have to leave the list as it. I think it's going to be too hard. It's a good fucking list. So one more time. One more time. The Culture Kings Ultimate Kanye West album. Come at us with your favorites. Come at us if you thought any of these were trash. Come at us if you think they didn't belong on the list. Tell us what you belong, what you think. Give us your top 12. I don't care. And also, we'll do this with different artists. Yeah, we will. We Uh, will. So Today was just Kanye. Kanye. Today was Kanye. Here it is. The Ultimate Kanye West album. One, Runaway. Two, All of the Lights. Three, Flashing Lights. Four, The Good Life. Five, Touch the Sky. Six, Power. Seven, Robocop. Eight, Roses. Nine, Bound Two. Ten, Celebration. Eleven, All Falls Down. And ending the track, ending the album, Gone. With that hot-ass fucking verse that we just played for you. Uh, hit us up with your favorites. I think I'm gonna take some heat for Bound Two, and I you take you should. I take full responsibility. You, you for might, I, but it's I'll okay. Fight somebody for that. It's that's okay. Such a great. That's a great song. It's a good song. So you know where to hit us up at at Culture Kings Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook. I got something to plug. We got, I got yeah something to plug. Plug something. Plug something. I know what you're about to plug. Because I'm Keith also and in I it. are about to make an appearance on UCB Sports and Leisure. Monday, April 9th. You can go ahead and check us out. Before we drop, Carl Tart is also on an episode of UCB Sports and Leadership. The funniest episode. You can check that episode out and then check out our episode on April 9th. Yeah. And just to set up for you uh, listeners, uh, it is an improv character show. Mm -hmm. So when you hear us, we won't be playing ourselves. Uh, that's as much as I'll give you. Carl Tarts was probably my favorite one of the whole series so far. It was a fun one, and I think the one that me and Edgar is about to drop is gonna be wild as shit. It was fucking it was funny in a room, very wild, uh, and stupid and silly. So keep your ear out for that. And Cody Zig, our man, what's up, Cody? Yo, what's good, y'all? We yeah, you you spoke a little bit, but we haven't said what's up to you. He also produces that show as well. So Cody and these podcast streets doing what I can. Ah, it's Easter Sunday. We love each other so much. We left our families to record an episode for you motherfuckers. 
That's right. So I hope my you family it. is so angry. I'm not at <laughs> home right now for Easter dinner. Uh, my family is probably angry. My little four year old niece and mom are in town, and I was like, I gotta go play baseball and record an episode today. And we had a good baseball game. today. We did have a good base. I shagged. I struck out. I shagged that fly ball, dude. And I'm so I was pissed. playing second base, and I've never played that before. Yeah. And I was sucking ass out there. That's right, man. Ass. We we both had at least three collective errors on our fucking yeah <laughs> on our ledger. It probably looks like a fucking Benny Hill, <laughs> like just watching us do that shit. But yeah, 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 yeah. You know what it is. Sophie will be back, maybe, but we will be back. We like you. We love you, Carl Tart. Hit us up with that deep cut of the week. Deep cut of the week this week is by my one of my favorite groups from childhood. By the name of Drew Hill Ooh. from Baltimore, Maryland. Hell yeah. Uh, this song was released in 1998. It was from their second album, Into the Drew, and it was the uh, main song on the Rush Hour soundtrack. <laughs> this here is How Deep Is Your Love. For me. Yeah. And this is the Deep Cut of the Week. We'll see you next time on Culture Kings.